Hey sister, I'm so happy that you're here. I am bubbling over with excitement right now because I recently found out that we have over 10,000 downloads on Life Coach BFF show, which completely blows me away. And it's all thanks to you. You've been so supportive and you've come back time and time again. And guess what? We're on episode 40. Who would have ever thought that we would have 40 episodes for this podcast? I mean, I, I don't think I did when we first started. I just know that I was terrified terrified with the first probably five recordings, but I'm glad I stuck with it. And I'm here to help you and encourage you and give you confidence to do what God is leading you to do. Are you ready to pivot? Are you ready to make some changes? Are you tired of the way your day looks every day and you feel God nudging you to do something else? Then you're in the right place because I'm your BFF Heather and I am your host of this show, and we bring amazing women onto the show who share. They're so gracious, and they are making it happen, and they tell us how they did it, are doing it. It's just, it's amazing. So I never thought I would be doing this. I love what I'm doing. I hope that this blesses you and supports you because that's what this space is all about. We are a community and we are here to support each other because guess what? When we support each other, we all win, which is what we want to do. We want to be here for each other. And I just, I don't understand when women don't support one another. And BFF Susan and I talked about this Friday night. If you joined us on our live, some Friday evenings around five, we'll go live and visit. And for some crazy reason, Instagram dropped our voice on the recording. So it's just, I need to go in and delete it, but it's just us talking, no sound. And I noticed that happened to some other people on Friday. So we're not the only ones, but if you missed, we were discussing why women don't always support other women, which completely baffles me. And I feel so supported with this podcast project. And again, I thank you. I owe it all to you for that support. But I just, I, I went home, I had a conversation with a friend and she owns a business. And she said, I just don't feel very supported right now by my friends or family. And I thought, I wonder why? I wonder if other women feel this way, if this is unique. And of course I went home and I got in front of my laptop and Googled why women don't always support other women. And this is what came up. This is so interesting. So there's a Dr. Sean Andrews and she is on the Forbes Coaches Council. So this is an article from Forbes Magazine, but she says, and I, you may have heard this before. I have never heard this before, but she says there are several reasons why women may not support other women. First, there's an invisible natural law in the female culture that helps to shape how women interact with other women in their personal lives and at home in their social lives. It's called the power dead even rule. Are y'all familiar with this? Because I was not. 
says for health, a healthy relationship to be possible between women, the self-esteem and power of one must be in the eyes of each woman similar in weight to the self-esteem and power of the other. In other words, these key elements must be kept dead even. When the power balance gets disrupted, such as a woman rising in social status or in the workplace above other women, women, this is terrible. Women may talk behind her back, ostracize her from the group, or belittle her. These behaviors are to preserve the dead even power relationship, excuse me, relationship that women have grown up with their entire lives. Of course, this is a subconscious process. Most women are not aware of this invisible rule and what drives their behavior, but it is a big reason why women sometimes do not support other women. Y'all know we need to support each other. And I'm telling y'all, the more women that I meet, I know I've mentioned this in other podcasts. We moved about five years ago to Memphis, Tennessee, which there are so many more people here than the tiny Mississippi towns that I'm accustomed to. And I have met more women who have shared with me that they are lonely, frustrated. I mean, I could just go on and on and on. And I think part of it is they feel comfortable sharing with me because they know that I, that I don't know all of their social group, I guess. I'm not really sure, but I want to challenge you today that when women talk to you, put your phone down, put it in your purse, leave it in your car, put it in your lap if you're having lunch, not on the table and lean in, lean forward, because this is what's missing. This is the missing piece of the puzzle. Years ago, women were so supportive of each other. Um, mothers, aunts, daughters, grandmothers, neighbors, they all sat around and cousins and they shelled peas together. They canned fruits and vegetables for the winter. They made quilts. They had quilting bees and they shared all of this and they had less anxiety and less depression. And I am not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist like BFF Susan, but I hear it in voices every day and it completely breaks my heart. So I have lots of happy things to talk about today. We are going to visit with Alana McCready and she is an artist in Nashville, Tennessee, and she has a new song coming out. I can't wait for y'all to hear it because it is fabulous. And the title is something like that. So it's on YouTube. I'm going to link it on my website in the show notes, but I cannot wait for you to hear from Alana. And I'll tell you, Alana has pivoted. She had a different background and she's taken a turn and guess what? She's going for it. And so I know that there are things that are on your heart and in your mind that God has placed there for you go for it. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks. Don't worry about what your neighbor Sally Sue thinks down the street or Janie Johnson at church. Who cares? I want you to do what God is nudging you to do and go for it. Maybe it's volunteering somewhere, but get out of your box and go and do it. All right. The verse before we go to Alana, the verse for today is 
May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. Romans 15, 13. Let's go visit with Alana. The real estate market is strong and rates are super low. I'd love to help you find the perfect new home for your family. I was raised in the Mid-South and have lifeline contacts in the 901. Give me a call. Shauna Hearn, Keller Williams Realty, 901-849-3848. morning gotta give myself maybe i'll give myself a little lighting are you are you a light sleeper are you like all the other musicians in the world yes yes mornings have never been my thing ever okay so which was a struggle in college what time would you say that you go to bed in the evening um it depends if i'm playing a show or if i have a session but usually, I don't know, 1, 1.30. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. If I'm playing a show, it's later than that because we play until like 2, so. Uh-huh. I don't even want to tell you what time I go to bed. You, you. It's probably the time I wish I could go to bed. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to go, this lady is boring <laughs> if I told you what time, what time I go to bed and what time I really would like to be in the bed. Those yeah. are two totally different times. You're like, so. do I wait for the sun to go down? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so let's, I'm so excited for you. Oh, I love what you're doing. You. And you have a new single out, something like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. which is absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. And, and you co-wrote that song yeah. with Gil Gittin. Yes. Yes. And so, oh, what? Te- let's talk about the song first. I, I've just I've, tell me about the history and what what was going on at the time when you wrote the song. So we were in quarantine in Atlanta. Sorry, my dog. Anytime I get on a Zoom or anything, she will come out of whatever room she's in. And all of a sudden, she wants to be a star. Like I don't understand. Mom, um, she's like. <laughs> Um, no, we were in quarantine and, you know, all the touring stopped. And so I was like, okay, well, I need to figure out what I want to do with this, you know, not only excess energy, but, you know, my time and what direction I want my career to go for however long this is happening to us. And so I thought about it and I'm like, you know, I haven't released new music in like three years. So I wanted to do a new project and put new music out and all that stuff. And so Will is uh, my best friend and his brother is a producer. He produces all of Will's music. So they're like a dynamic duo and two of the most talented people I've ever encountered in my life. But um, I was like, so guys, I think I want to do a new project. Do you like want to do it with me? And they were like, "Uh, yeah. So, so the three of us basically did my whole EP during quarantine at their home studio. <laughs> and it, yeah, we, something like that was the first song we wrote, um, Will and I wrote, and we sat down to write it and he was playing something on the guitar and it was like, obviously made no sense. And he was like, yeah, or something like that. And we both were like, light bulb. 
like, we don't know what this song's going to be about, but that's the title, period. And then we started writing it, and it kind of turned into stripping back um, what people think they need in relationships. So I feel like, especially today and nowadays, we're so focused and women are so focused on these specific things that they need in a relationship these little tiny he's got to do this 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 and these little tiny things right or you know to make me happy and we kind of wanted to strip it back and be like well you know in reality you know don't lie to me be nice to me <laughs> spend time with me you know and if you can't do those major things or something like that then it's probably not going to work right and i'm Love, I read somewhere that you really like to focus on honesty. And for me, in a relationship, if you don't have honesty and trust, you have nothing. Yeah, I've, I've been lied to a lot, and um, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, you learn, and you learn from all of it. And, you know, you have to kind of feel your way through and know that your gut is usually right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. It's that Maya Angelou quote. When someone shows you who they are, yes. you need to believe, believe them, them the very first the time. First yeah. time. That's the key part of it. The first, <laughs> because the first time they show it to you, believe them the first time. They'll be like, well, maybe next time. Right. Because I'm the world's worst about making excuses for other people. I go, oh, they didn't mean that. Yeah, they're good. They're good. And I believe that all people are good. Well, this is the thing about about the song, and I believe in this too. I believe that you grow through what you go through. Absolutely. And I think the song is so inspiring for other women. Thank you. It's that was the goal. I just kind of, you know, a lot of my music, well, majority of my music is stuff that I've been through or thought about or experienced, but um, a lot of it is my friends too. I have a, I have a big friend group and I don't know how it happened, but somehow I ended up being everybody's, like, therapist, like, over the years. Like, every, everyone calls me and asks my advice and tells me all of their problems and everything, which is totally fine. I'm here for you. But I'm like, thank you for the content. And, you know, so it's, I, I feel like I have such a array of women in my friend group, and if one or more of us has gone through something we're definitely not the only ones and so that's where i'm like you know this has got to be more than you know more than just us and you know it feels need to write them so i just hope that you know on the flip side it heals people to hear them absolutely and, and it takes a lot of, it takes a lot to be brave i mean you are sharing your heart <laughs> with know. everyone and that's takes a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Because, I mean, it, it, a lot of people can't do that. I've learned that. Yeah, I feel like, especially with artists, I've looked up to a lot of artists over the years who then I found out either, you know, don't write their own music or, you know, it's, it's fine to not write your own stuff, but at least, you know, have it be stuff that when you perform it, you you know that that's you can like feel that that person experienced something similar at least or went through it like I feel you can tell the difference and you know if I you know if I can 
if I can't be honest with the people that I want to listen to my music or that I want to, you know, touch with my music, then why am I making music? You know, if, Absolutely. if you know, it's, it should be, it should be something that, you know, comes from me because that's what we want to see. I don't want to just hear something just to hear something. I want to feel like I'm connected to that person or like I'm not alone or that someone wrote this song and it's like, they, I feel like maybe they wrote it for me or like about me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And think about the songs that have gotten all of us through really hard times. Yeah. I mean, they, we, they're just those songs. I mean, I can think back even when I was five years old, I can remember a song that would, my mother had, well, I was more like eight. My mother had divorced and she would play this song over and over again in our big woody station wagon. <laughs> but I mean, those kind of songs that's how we connect yeah just sticks it just sticks with you i mean there's you know there's a reason why we have you know classics and there's a reason why you know you like i can hear a song that you know i used to listen to all the time when i was little but and i haven't heard it in maybe 15 years but i still know every word like there's a reason why that happens and yeah you know good songwriting and and good music never gets old never never so you are from minnesota originally yep minnesota and yeah minnesota <laughs> and you are the land of hockey and you yep. are a hockey player which i mean <laughs> hockey and music i'm looking at your teeth alana and you have four teeth i mean how is this possible and i think that's the number one question that i get in just from people or in interviews or anything they're like like wait you were a goalie but you have all your teeth and I'm like well <laughs> like well you know if you catch the puck before it hits you in the face then <laughs> but um yeah the yeah I grew up in the state of hockey and when you turn or when you can walk you basically get your first pair of skates and <laughs> so you know I played hockey all growing up and it's it's funny because you know, in high school, I was the only person who was in choir and played a sport. I'm sure. There was, I was the only one. And so it was hilarious because they'd be playing in choir concerts and all this kind of stuff. And they're like, we've never had to refer back to the sports schedule when figuring out what dates to do, to do concerts. Yeah, they're like, we've never cared when there was. Uh, the hockey games um and you know there were times where I had I would have to go in you know because it was um actually one time we had we were in the state tournament and I had a concert that same that same night and I had to go in in the morning sing all of my soprano parts for my choir director for the concert for every song to get my grade for my grade to get credit for the concert because I couldn't go to the concert just in his office just singing soprano parts for no reason and uh you know and then my games my hockey games I would sing the national anthem in my equipment and then skate over and, and play <laughs> how many people get excited that I've done that the away teams it was funny though see like the away teams and the away team's parents like why is a goalie in the what's going on <laughs> <laughs> so, okay so 
you played in college as well, yeah. the national championship team. Yeah, two national championships. This is crazy. Two. Yeah. So were you singing throughout college? Did you continue to sing or did you pick it up back up after college? Um, yeah, I I think in college I definitely, I you can't, it's like having a full-time job playing a sport and going to school, especially at the D1 level. And so, you know, and you're part of the NCAA and all of that. So you're not, you know, legally allowed to promote yourself or push yourself in any other avenue other than what you are part of the NCAA to do. Um, So I couldn't do, you know, any of the singing shows or any of that kind of stuff to try and, you know, do music. Um, But throughout college, I didn't realize at the time that I was songwriting but I was journaling and all that stuff through college through relationships all those things and those journals and those notes and all that stuff ended up being the majority of my first album at later like years later and so I'm glad that I still did that um but then once I graduated you know entered you know the real world yeah and <laughs> because, well, yeah because you know playing a d1 at a school like Wisconsin like they treat you very well like it's it's not it's not re- reality reality I feel like like we uh, we are so fortunate all the things that we get to do playing a sport there and all that stuff it's like I wouldn't trade it for the world but you know I feel like going into the real world after college it's like okay oh here we are yeah. And, yeah, and you know, I was doing a corporate job in New York for a while, and then I got an opportunity to come to Nashville and um, record professionally for the first time. And the producer that I, that I did that with here, when we were done, I sat down with him, and I was like, okay, this is what I feel like I should be doing, but I'm biased. And, you know, you have no reason to lie to me. You're not gaining anything from whether you tell me yes or no or whatever. But I was like, you know, do you think that I could do this as a career? Like, what's your honest opinion? And he said, if you want to do this, you absolutely, I think you could be in this industry and and do this. I was like, okay, great. Quit my job, moved. (laughs) I've been doing music full time ever since. (laughs) That is fantastic. Yeah, and I play in a, a older gentleman's hockey league. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay. On the That's side. Right. So where where do you play in Nashville? If we want to find you on, you know, during the week, where could we go? So I, right now I'm working on getting back on the road, um, back touring, which is what I love doing. Um, so we're putting together all of those dates and stuff for the fall right now um i play uh my friend's band plays um at both of the tin roofs here in nashville on broadway and in midtown Uh and so i play with them a lot which is super fun to play you know on broadway and you know it's like just a fun built-in crowd and those things are fun to do and then um i love doing the writers rounds and stuff here but whenever i do any of that kind of stuff i always put it on my instagram like on my story and everything so if anyone's here and it's like a weekend like check my story because i'll most likely let people know where i'm gonna be oh that's great to know 
I would love to come and hear you play. Yeah, you have to come. I know every time I do an interview and everyone's like, oh, I'm going to be in Nashville, blah, blah. I'm like, let me know. Yes, I would love to come hear you play. Well, so let me ask you this. Do you feel, because I'm all about women supporting women. I think it's so important. I think that when we support each other, we all win. Agreed. We all win. And so how can we best support you? So I think with, well, social media is unfortunately part of all of our jobs. And so I think the hardest thing, especially for independent artists and especially being female independent artists is kind of pushing through the masses of there's so many male artists that are, I mean, you could listen to the radio for three hours and you'd probably hear three female songs, which it's not a fun game. Don't do it. I've, I've actually done it before. It's not fun. <laughs> but um, I think the biggest thing right now is just sharing, sharing my music, sharing my posts, sharing, you know, just getting it to different avenues that I wouldn't necessarily be able to reach myself. Um, and so the more people share it, the Instagram, I guess, or Instagram, Facebook, all those algorithms, like if you save posts, share posts, all of that stuff, um, it likes you more, I guess. Yeah. Which <laughs> is so dumb. Right. But, um, I mean, I love you, Instagram. I love you so much. Uh, <laughs> but just, like, saving, sharing, and then just sharing my music. Like, streams, all of that stuff matters, you know, even if it's, you know, one person streaming at one time, it, it all matters. I agree. I agree. I think that's the best thing that we can do is support each other. Agreed. Very yes. Yeah, we have my my friend group, We that's one thing we are really, really good about. Like, we all are in different fields and all, like, successful in our fields and everything, and we just go hard for each other. <laughs> yeah, that is so important. It's so yeah. important. Well, before we oh, no. I know. So before we go, I want to touch on this because you, I have also read that your mother, because for you to be in Minnesota and be so influenced by country music, I thought, where did this come from? It's from your wonderful mother. Yes. And she is from Oklahoma. So did she just play country music all the time? And that's what led you down the path? I mean, yeah, basically, yeah. She's from Dell City, Oklahoma. And uh, my grandma still lives there, actually. Um, but when I was younger, you know, she would just blast. And it was all the female, like, powerhouse artists, too. So I grew up with her just, like, listening to Trisha and Reba and Martina, like, on repeat and they are part of the reasons why the reason why I sing I mean I used to copy what they were doing super young copy what they were doing to try and like teach myself how to sing and so I think just at the youngest age possible I was exposed to like just that pure great country music and yeah never went away <laughs> I love it. 
I love it. Well, I am so excited for you, and we are here for you. We're going to share. We're going to support you, Alana, and we wish you the very, very best. I hope you'll come back and check in with us. I will, yeah. The EP will be, we'll figure out when the EP is going to come out soon. So once that happens, we'll check back in, and hopefully everyone has heard it by then. Yes, yes, and YouTube. You have a great video on YouTube. Yeah, they're, I'm starting to... Um, work on building up my youtube channel so partially filming some more stuff for it next week okay uh, great i'll yeah. link that i'm gonna link your most recent okay cool on my okay. website so if, if y'all want to go check her out do so and let's support alana and thank you so much for coming on today alana it's great thank to see you. you have a wonderful day mm -hmm.